All right, let's do today's haiku. The cops are targets. Newsom is an idiot. NFL busts out. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. So we had a... Hey there! How you guys doing? I almost got into the negativity before I should have. Um, I hope you guys had a great weekend. So here we go. Two deputies with the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department were hospitalized Saturday evening after a male gunman approached their patrol vehicle, fired multiple shots inside in an ambush attack, and then fled on foot. Um, The video that you can see at dumbassestalkingpolitics.com is literally a nine-second video. shows some guy who I think is a pretty short guy. Can't tell whether he's black, white, or whatever. Just fires inside of a car. Uh, The deputies were a 31-year-old mother of a 6-year-old boy. And the other was a 24-year-old male who was a rookie. Uh, Sheriff Sheriff Alex uh, Villanueva said on Saturday, in a press conference on Saturday evening, um, he didn't disclose their condition that evening, but now we know what it is. They are both out of surgery. They're both going to survive. They're both going to recover. The woman suffered a shotgun, a shot to the jaw. Uh, rumor has it she lost a lot of her jaw. Um, but you know what? That woman did not worry about herself. She actually was busy tying a tourniquet to her uh, partner. What a fucking hero. I, I What a fucking hero. Um, Alex Villanueva of the uh, Sheriff Department said, quote, This is just a somber reminder. It's a dangerous job. Actions, words have consequences. And our job is not it does not our job does not get any easier because people don't like law enforcement the two deputies were doing their job minding their own business watching out for the safety of the people on the train these were actually transit sheriffs they weren't even street cops they were just there to watch the trains and make sure people didn't board the train without paying their fare it's just so disgusting anyway Continuing, and seeing somebody just walk up and just start shooting on them, it pisses me off. It dismays me at the same time. There's no pretty way to say it. That's what uh, Alex Villanueva said after the shooting. Now, again, there is surveillance video that was released. Um, Only a portion of it. Apparently, there was a longer piece of video that was that the sheriff actually have. Um, it basically shows this piece of shit creeping up on the police car, shooting a few times or a couple of times. You can't hear. There's no audio. And running away like a big pussy. Now, this kid or guy or whatever it is looks like he's about five foot zero. I mean, you can't tell anything else. Again, the video is only nine seconds. You can't tell if it's a white guy, a black guy. You can't, there's nothing you can tell. A lot of people say that um, it's a black guy 
or someone of minority, you can't, you cannot tell from the video. Anyone who tells you that is lying. Um, it lasted nine seconds. Uh, the police officers are out of surgery and they're going to be okay. But that's not the most disgusting part of this surgery, uh, his story. You would think that, you know, shooting somebody, shooting two people in the head for no apparent reason when they weren't expected would be the disgusting portion of the story. It's not. Um, just to show you how much human garbage belongs to Black Lives Matter and how they need to be treated like the terrorists that they are. They walked to the St. Francis Hospital where the policemen were being treated, unfurled a Black Lives Matter flag, and this is how they dealt with the security and the Los Angeles sheriffs. Now, it's explicit, it's a little bit long, and now you've been warned. But just listen to this. What's up there, Black family? This is Careboy Price, Africatown Coalition. We are out here at St. Francis Hospital where two of uh, America's most notorious gang members have been brought to. Uh, We're going to go up here and uh, just check on uh, these murderers right here and see what's up. You know what I'm saying? So let me turn this around. Oh, here at the St. Francis Hospital. We're down, we're down here. Excuse me? No, we come to visit someone. No, you're not. We can't go visit nobody? You can once we confirm who it is, but there's no visitation allowed anyway, so you gotta go. Alright, y'all, you see what's happening right here, right? They got, uh, these pigs out here. They are, uh, telling us that we cannot come in here and see these individuals who's been shot down at the motherfucking train station. You know what I'm saying? And so, what? There's no visitation allowed, sir. Okay. This is this is a public this, this no, is a public not. hospital no, it's right not. here. It's a private hospital. And you telling us that we can It's a private hospital, sir. It's a private hospital, sir. It's a public. No, it's not. It's not county. It's private. You need to go. It's public. You need to go. Stop us from coming up in here. I can barely listen to that without saying, you know, these people are pure filth, human garbage. If they died tomorrow and were sent to hell tomorrow, no one would care. No one would miss them. They're crap. They're garbage. And by the way, anyone wonders why cops 
are have to deal with shit like this. Oh uh, yeah, if people get killed. It's garbage like these people. And they're they're garbage. They'll be serving me my french fries. They'll be serving my kids their french fries. They're just pure just pieces of shit. Anyone who wishes people would die are just garbage. I'm not saying I want them to die. And I hate these pieces of shit about as much as another human being can hate anyone. But I wouldn't kill them. And I wouldn't wish them to die. They'll get theirs later. I mean, that just, with human garbage like that, yeah. And what's ironic is they're probably not going to die from a cop. They're probably going to die from someone from their own race. But the media is complicit too. A Los Angeles National Public Radio NPR reporter was arrested on Sunday when Los Angeles Sheriff said after she interfered with police trying to prevent Black Lives Matter protesters from storming the hospital. Two, I, 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 at first what she said was that she had the proper authentication. She had the proper identification. It turns out she didn't. They didn't know who she was. They just saw her as another protester. Oh, you know, when, when you're storming a fucking hospital, you're not a protester. You're a rioter. You're a mob. You're a thug. She refused to comply when they told her to buzz off. She refused to buzz off. They arrested her. Why is this a really hard thing for people to understand? Don't fuck with the police. I mean, seriously. I'm glad I'm not a cop. I probably would have pulled my gun and shot these people. I, I just like, God. I don't know how the cops deal with it. These guys look threatening. And they're more than one. And do you hear how they talk? I have a few thoughts about this whole thing. This is a situation where Black Lives Matter rioters are storming a hospital and police are trying to stop them. Then this reporter with no identification shows up, interferes, gets arrested. But you know something? The first thing that happened was NPR said that she was the victim. No, she wasn't a victim. She wasn't a victim. She was in the way. You could be from... N you could have the proper identification and if you're in the way you're in the way fuck you go to jail the other thing i have is why do we have national public radio it's just propaganda I, and i don't want news financed by the government because the government gets their money from someone like me and i don't want to pay taxes to a piece of crap like that and by the way, that includes PBS. Fuck Big Bird and Elmo. I, I don't care. Get rid of national public radio. Get rid of government-supported uh, freaking um, radio. It's just, it's dumb. Of course, the rhetoric just continues on. This story is about two rail sheriff who are there to watch the rails 
the rail system. That's all they are. And they were shot for no particular reason outside of their uniform. And you know something? No one cares. I thought Black Lives Matter was about black lives mannering. Now I know it's only about it's only about black lives mattering. That means my life doesn't matter because I'm white. I I don't know, could you consider that uh, maybe racist? When one race sees another race as irrelevant? According to the NAACP chapter president, Bishop Talbert Swan, who made this guy a bishop? I have no, there's no such thing as blue lives because police choose to do their jobs, whereas black people don't choose the color of their skin, which is interesting. In a Twitter post on Saturday, from the Daily Wire, by the way, on a Twitter post on Saturday, the NAACP Greater Springfield president said that while death or murder of a police officer is terrible, it does not have the same implication implication as a black person being gunned down by police. Quote, There's no such thing as blue lies. Stop comparing your job with my life. Your career is your choice. My blackness isn't. Pound Black Lives Matter. Pound Black Lives Matter. And then he sent another tweet. No one deserves to be unjustly murdered, police or citizens. If you're expressing outrage over the shooting of two sheriff's deputies, but were defending Pound Kyle Rittenhouse, murdering two protesters in Pound Kenosha only days ago, you need to shut up and have a seat. This is the height of racism. First off, the problem, the problem, and I haven't talked about the Kyle Rittenhouse case because I'd like to see more about it. But the problem is, you need to show me where black lives, what black lives have been unjustly taken. There have been, no question. But if you're talking about George Floyd, there's enough evidence today that says that George Floyd's, the police officers in George Floyd's, case are going to get off, including that piece of shit, Derek Chauvin. Because George Floyd had enough fentanyl in his system to kill an elephant. If you're talking about Richard Brooks, which by the way, the media is not talking about anymore. And there's a reason they're not talking about Richard Brooks. It was a justified killing. Daniel Prude, who we talked about in the last podcast. Um, and the cops didn't actually kill him. He died of uh, excited delirium, had a heart attack, choked on his own puke. And everyone says, well, they put a spit mask on him. That's because he was spitting on police officers and saying he had COVID. This is the height of racism and prejudice. One's race doesn't matter. It's the uniform that matters. And now you can kill a police officer, black, white, green, yellow, just because he's wearing the uniform. Joe Biden not sounding any better, and Joe Biden better sound better because he sounds like he's going to lose the election now 
And it sounds like it probably is going to be a landslide. We can't trust these polls. But Joe Biden said violence of any kind is wrong. That is not. No. I want to hear him. This was a Black Lives Matter event. Why can't he just say Black Lives Matter is bad? He'll never mention them. Why? Because they're voting for him. If they vote, and they won't. They hate the system. Why would they vote? He won't condemn Antifa, which has been rioting now for 107 days. They've been destroying cities. He won't condemn them. Because if Antifa voters vote, and they don't, because they hate the system... They're not going to vote for Joe Biden. Even Bernie Sanders says Biden is in trouble right now. And the reason he's saying that is the far left, which is Bernie's group, are not really thrilled with Biden because he doesn't seem to be far left enough. This whole thing is really disgusting. And I know we're going to be talking about this this week because, you know, this is not going to stop. Cops are going to be killed. Cops are retiring left and right. A predominant... I mean, Los Angeles just cut $150 million from the LAPD. Hey, guess what? The LAPD is majority-minority. What's going to happen? They just had a... I, I haven't... I just heard about this today. Apparently on Sunday... Some Hispanic guy was assaulting his girlfriend with a knife. I, I do not remember what this is. Maybe we'll talk about it tomorrow. And he started chasing the cop with the knife and the cop shot him. The cop, you, the body cam footage is there. They released the body cam footage. He shot the guy and there were riots. I have to figure, that's in Pennsylvania somewhere. That that happened. And it's kind of like, um, yeah, no, if he's coming with a knife, yeah, the cops should shoot him. The reality is most police shootings are justified. Doesn't mean all of them are. I didn't say that. But most are. And it's time to begin to realize that and start looking at statistics. Okay, I've gone really long, so we need to get to the next story. If you've been living under a rock or don't live in California, you may notice that or maybe you just don't care about California. I don't know. I don't care about California. I live here. You will know that California has had a bunch of brush fires and forest fires. Now, I live in San Diego where there aren't really a lot of forest fires. And the skies, but the skies are still really orange. It is really creepy during the day, but it makes for great sunsets. Um, unfortunately, I can barely breathe in the morning. In San Francisco, which already is a shithole because of the homeless and drug problem, the smoke is so thick you can't even see the Golden Gate Bridge. It looks like there's fog over the bridge. In Los Angeles, in Los Angeles, which is, is already a shithole because of the homeless and drugs, it looks like it did back in the 1970s. We're going to talk about that. But Gavin Newsom, our wonderful California Kendall of a governor, 
decided to hold a a public service message. And it was kind of creepy and a little weird. Uh, Just listen to what he says. If you go to dumbasswithtalkingpolitics.com, you can actually look at the video. It's kind of weird. Listen to what he says is causing this mess. The heat dome over the entire West Coast of the United States when you have temperatures, record-breaking temperatures, record droughts, then you've got something else at play. And that's exactly what the scientists have been predicting for a half a century. It is here now. California, folks, is America fast forward. What we're experiencing right here is coming to community all across the United States of America unless we get our act together on climate change, unless we disabuse ourselves of all the BS that's being spewed by a very small group of people that have an ideological reason to advance the cause of a 19th century framework and solution. We're not going back to the 19th century. We're not apologists to that status quo. We believe in the fresh air of progress versus the stale air emphasis, stale air normalcy. That guy is such garbage. Like I said uh, before, a hundred times, I live in California. The air is a mess because of the fires. But we also have a major drug problem, homeless problem. We have rolling blackouts because our infrastructure sucks. And we are constantly short of water. We also have the highest tax rates in the country. I'm thinking there's probably more than climate change that is causing all the fires. Like, probably mismanagement by the state. Why do I think that? Again, this state, one of the biggest economies in the world, mismanages everything. We have the highest taxes and are still $1.2 trillion in debt. Now, I know the climate change argument. I do believe humans influence climate. Um, that doesn't mean humans are the main cause of climate change, and it means that if we were all riding horses or walking or taking trains, there would still probably be climate change. It is common sense to believe that the more cars we have, the more they spew carbon monoxide and the more we affect climate. Got it. But are we creating an environment that will be gone in 10 years, as Gavin Newsom seems to talk about, or Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, or that creepy Bernie Sanders? I look at the way Los Angeles looked when it was when I was 14 years old. It looked like it it looks like it does now with the fires. I couldn't go to school where I wanted because I had really bad allergies and I couldn't breathe. The air was so bad. Guess what happened? We did the right thing, the skies over uh, right thing, and the skies over LA. Uh, did the right thing to fix the skies over LA. We lowered our emissions. We drove less. We did we did what needed to clean up the city. It looks a lot better now. You may say to yourself. Oh, well, doesn't that prove... No, it doesn't prove anything Gavin Newsom said. Human beings can fix things, but we don't change an entire economy over that. There's nothing we can do about these fires. They are caused by nature, left unchecked in a crowded environment. So 
let's go over a little, quick little list of what actually is happening with these fires. Droughts. Now, are droughts brand new in California? Not at all. I have lived in California for probably about 40 years, and I have seen three major droughts. And by major, I mean droughts that have lasted between 7 and 10 years. California is in a desert. Even by the beach, we're still a very dry climate. It is a desert. So we're going to have droughts. Discontinuation of controlled burns. This is a forestry management problem. In I used to work in Malibu, California, which has a ton of um, brush, and they used to do controlled burns every year. And the controlled burns were to l- limit the amount of dry brush there is to burn. They stopped doing that because they want to save the spotted owl and all sorts of bullshit like that and not kill animals and kill uh, brush, kill trees, things like that. Likewise, private property no longer has to clear brush like it did in the past. Forests used to have to be cleared of brush, whether that was through control burns or just tearing down trees and things like that. We have discontinued logging in California because we want the trees to grow. The more trees you have growing, the more tinder you have for fires. So, I mean, you're basically creating... There was one person that was interviewed, and even Gavin Newsom admitted this with Donald Trump when Donald Trump questioned him about the forestry management. Donald Trump said, well, wait, isn't this a forestry problem? And Gavin Newsom told him, I don't have the clip, but Gavin Newsom told him, well, yeah, I mean, there is some forestry issues, but let's not ignore climate change. Well, yeah, but if you've got a forestry problem that could prevent a lot of this, there were some rangers that have said there is brush as so thick it can be 10 feet high and it's impassable. That tells me there's kind of a problem there. Temperatures through July of, uh, through October are always very hot, always very dry. We have Santa Ana winds that come out in September through November. None of this stuff is new. Hey, record temperatures are not because of climate change. It's because it's August and this is the time it reaches 100 degrees. Last year, they said the same thing. In August, we had 100 degree temperatures. Now, yes, it was a little hotter than last year, but it was a little hotter than last. It wasn't that much hotter. You can call that climate change. I call it climate. I call it weather. That's not a thing. And I got news to you, in California, we're just starting the the fire season. The fire season starts in September. We're already having this through August, all because of mismanagement. The last point here is California, and this is something that, you know, um, California Kendall said, is that California is the future of the country. Does the California Kendall believe that climate stops at a California border? 
There's a map on Twitter showing all the locations of the fires throughout California, Oregon, and Washington. Because, again, Oregon and Washington, same left-wing principles on climate change. And yet, it shows no fires in Mexico or no fires in Canada. Does that mean that the map was just worried about the United States and didn't care about fires in Canada and Mexico? No, because Canada and Mexico do not actually have any fires right now. Why? Because they actually log throughout their country. They're continually logging. They control their forest. They control the brush brush growth. That doesn't mean Canada does not have fires. But they do not have them anywhere close to the extent we have. I mean, last year, Canada had a huge fire. Burned out a lot of things. Guess what? They don't have one this year. Why is it in California we constantly have fires? Because of mismanagement by our state. That's what it comes down to. And by the way, there are no fires in Wyoming, no fires in South Dakota or North Dakota. No fires in Montana. No fires in Utah. Makes you kind of wonder, huh? Well, and the other story, um, a last story actually, is I was really excited football season started last, this week, last week. Uh, and matter of fact, I'm watching Monday Night Football right now. I'm watching Broncos play the Titans. Not a great game. I know there's been a lot of talk about how football would react to the whole Black Lives Matter thing. On Thursday, Kansas City Chiefs played the Houston Texans, and I have to say, it wasn't as bad as what I thought was reported. Um, during the game, anyway, the, the game was about a football. There weren't a huge amount of discussions, but here's, here's what basically happened on Thursday, and this was going to be a determination of whether I actually watch football this season and right now I'm about 50-50. You uh, football may lose me this year. And like they've lost me in the last 3 years. Um the Chiefs stayed on the field during the national anthem. They all stood. There was no kneeling. Uh but the Texans stayed in the locker room. Tonight when I watched the national anthem, uh, about 50% of the people actually knelt. This isn't a good thing. This isn't a good look. This isn't what people want. Uh, why the NFL allows it, I don't know. Except all this crap is virtue signaling. But, okay. And I sure as shit don't need a, a guy who's earning $2.2 million a year playing a kid's game, sitting and lecturing me on politics. Especially since he have, half these guys have the education of, like, sponge. It's just, it's stupid. It, on Thursday, um, the two teams joined together right before kickoff, arm in arm. Nothing was really said that I knew of. I, but okay, that's what you guys want to do, that's fine. Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth were the commentators that day. And they made comments about the Black Lives Movement and racism. Um, but... One of the things that Collinsworth said was that I'm here to call a game and here's what I've got to say and that's it. And Al Michaels didn't really say that much about it. And apparently 
I didn't see anything. I didn't hear anything. I, again, Twitter I use sporadically because Twitter, it can be really weird. Apparently they're canceled for not saying anything about Black Lives Matter and all this crap. Um, now, there was end racism in the back of the end zone, but it was conveniently not very viewable, so that didn't bother me. I mean, I personally don't think we're a racist country. That's one of the things that really bothers me about this end racism thing. The players had some social justice message that was supported by the uh, league. Of course, those social justice messages had nothing to do with free Hong Kong or anything. But, I mean, it was in the back of their helmet. And again, it was conveniently not viewable. You couldn't really see it. The commercials were what was really the problem, including a commercial. They were really just virtue signaling like crazy in the commercials. And one of the commercials was by the NFL. It was played all weekend. It was really annoying. Again, a lot of the stuff, you've got to actually assume that we're a racist country and we're blacks are continually being killed or whatever. I mean, and they even say, you know, cops are police brutality and crap like that. You've got to believe that to really accept a lot of this shit. I don't. And it's annoying. I don't know if I can go two or three weeks like this. I may just start watching UFC again. I've got enough saved up. I can watch it. Now, many are complaining about the social justice messaging. Um, Ben Shapiro, Dan Bongino, Tucker Carlson. A lot of these people are saying, oh, there's so much. It just doesn't. Um, I do. The social justice messaging that I do see is annoying. Uh, but I can live with it. I think I'm going to have to live with it since social justice has inundated absolutely every inch of our culture. We're going to talk about that in a second. We just can't get away from it. Does that mean I'm going to tolerate it forever? Probably not. But I will allow for it now because I like football. At least for now so I can watch some football games. But I'm already turned off by basketball and baseball. I don't watch either of those. Because it's just too much in your face. And I don't like it. But let's talk about the culture. And this is, might be something we're going we're gonna to hit on a little bit more often. Social justice is, not in, is just inundated throughout our culture now. It's annoying. It's really annoying. It's not right. But the left wants, has wanted this for a very long time. We are seeing it in the media. We're seeing it in the arts. We're seeing it in entertainment. We're seeing it at work. We're seeing it in sports. And by the way, when I say entertainment and sports, it's the same thing. But we're seeing in education, even in religion, we're seeing nothing but social justice messaging. Work is the thing that really bothers me. If I don't have the right opinion or go against someone else's truth, you, I could be canceled. I think I might have been canceled already more than once. And when it comes to work, that means fired. Right now, the police have been made into villains. We have been hearing about 
this for years. This isn't something that just came up. We're being told that our systems are racist. By the way, most of the time we hear that from rich white people. No one can show statistically why the police are bad or what systems are racist. They can't say that. For example, I got into an argument with a guy. He, By the way, if you debate, never debate from a, a place of authority. Well, I was a firefighter for 20 years. That doesn't mean anything to me. How does police being racist have anything to do with you being a firefighter for 20 years? I actually got into that argument. And, and that's the whole thing. There's no evidence anywhere and no one can answer. It's not about answers anymore. It's about the narrative. Now, if you listen to Ben Shapiro, he says this all the time. He's absolutely correct. I believe it too. For example, George Floyd, Trevon Martin, um, all these people who have died, there's actual truth to what actually happened to them. No one talks about truth. No one talks about the facts. They ignore the facts because the facts don't matter. It's the narrative that matters. It doesn't matter that Johnny Doe was chasing somebody with a knife, chasing a cop with a knife, and the cop had to shoot him. It just matters that the cop shot him. It doesn't matter that the cop was Hispanic. He was a white Hispanic. It's got to be for the narrative. Now, here's something. What do we do? What do we do? Our system is not racist. Our police are not corrupt. They're not racist. They're not. We got evidence to that. Our system, we have evidence that our system is not racist. We do not have systemic racism. That's not a thing. We don't have it. Our police are not corrupt and racist. There are statistics that show this. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to fight. Now, that doesn't mean I'm going to act like a proud boy and go out there with a gun and start, you know, beating up Antifa uh, members, though I would love to do something like that. It just means I'm going to defend this system because it is the best system in human history. This is the best culture in human history. And I think those that try and tear it up have no idea what they're doing and no idea what is out there in the real world. So this is something I want to do. Talk about the idiocy of the culture. This is something that the news is not worth talking about more than for a few minutes. And so I, I drop it. I don't even care. And we talk, we'll talk about, we'll find news. For example, Colin Kaepernick, for some reason, being in Madden 2021 as a free agent for the entire league and a they make him out to be like he was some sort of god at quarterback. He sucked at quarterback. That's why he wasn't... When he started kneeling, he wasn't even a starter. He was a backup quarterback because he sucked so bad. These are things I'm just going to point out. And obviously, you agree with me because you're listening. And we'll always give fact over fiction, fact over narrative, fact over someone else's truth. 
Because you ever hear that bullshit about, well, this is my truth? That's not a thing. It's either the truth or it's not the truth. We need our culture back. I think it will. we will get it back eventually. I don't think it's going to keep going on the way it is. We do need Trump to win this next election. I, I truly believe we need Trump to win this next election. I, I really am afraid the Democrats are going to do lots of things. Get rid of the... Um, pack the Supreme Court, fun stuff like that. Because that's what they do. They've been threatening that for ages. So, anyway, you can follow me on Twitter at RunninFool, R-U-N-N-I-N-F-E-W-L. You can download or listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Podcast Addict, and YouTube. You can uh, visit my website at www.dumbassestalkingpolitics.com where I've got video, audio, uh, audio and uh, links. This is Gene, and you've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Mm-hmm.